is on. It's so nice Hello. to see you guys. We had another lovely day in Wilmington today. So just as we're waiting for a few more people to log in, um, would anybody just like to say hello and share anything? Hi, Elizabeth Berman. Hi, Sachin. Hey. Hello. Good evening. Sri Devi. Hi. Hi. Hope you enjoyed the beautiful day today. Oh, wasn't it amazing? It did. It's just fabulous. You know, the, to try and just actually take in all the colors of green that are around us right now. Who knew there were so many shades of green? Okay, well, let's get started. People log in. Good evening, everyone. It's good to see all of you again. Uh, and thank you once again for being so regular with angel wing activities, Dr. Kripalu, Dr. Chaitanya Kripalu. Uh, appreciates it a lot, and I'm of course assisting her. Uh, we are again here today with Dr. Elizabeth Berman. Uh, lots of interesting uh, insights that she has for us. I would strongly encourage all of you to really pick her brain because <laughs> it's filled with a wisdom and experience and uh, grace. It's a very special combination. So uh, she's with us, uh, dedicated uh, for our for our benefit, really. Uh, and so it's a real honor to have her. And uh, there are recordings that you know she and I have created, um, and we're going to get more into that. So there are there are some podcasts that have been there. There's some more to be loaded, but certainly do uh, ask her questions because the more you probe yourself, uh, you're going to get some interesting perspectives from from everybody, even from each other. Uh, you're getting stuff from me from time to time, certainly, but you know, from, from Dr. Berman, there is a lot of great wisdom there and uh, just phenomenal insight. I mean, it is, it's worth really, really talking to her. So, well, with that, without further delay, uh, we're going to welcome you all. And Dr. Berman, uh, thanks again for coming on board uh, and uh, being so dedicated. I'm turning it over to you now. Thank you. Thank you, Sachin. I, um, the thought that I had as I was listening to Sachin is it's in serving others that I experience being served. The energy of gratitude, the energy of sharing is so powerful on these Wednesday nights that I go away feeling so nourished in my soul so i thank each of you so much for showing up and for lending your energy to this group gathering it's um, a really really important part of my week so um the first thing I want to do is let's just do our centering exercise. So I'm always talking about energy and that we have physical energy, our physical bodies, emotional energies, our emotion, mental energies, our thoughts. So and feeling energies, the actual feelings that show up in our body. 
And we have spiritual energy also, and we have uh, what we call a causal energy body too, and that's the cause and effect in terms of what we think and what we do and what emotions we feed and how that goes out into the world and affects what comes back to us from the world. So this Wednesday night, um, there's a lot of very powerful and good energy that's very nourishing. And I'm so grateful to be here and I'm grateful to each one of you. Um, and that was a long-winded way of saying, let's pull this energy field around us of our thoughts, our emotions, our feelings, all of these invisible energy fields that emanate out from our body and just dealing with our daily lives, dealing with our own thought processes, our energy field can get pulled in different directions, in different ways, and we come what we call out of alignment. And, and I, and I think all of us often talk about the central channel of energy that moves up and down. Yes, the spine is one way that all the neurological impulses go up to the brain from all parts of the body and then come back down the brain to all parts of the body. But also there are energy systems that are lined up. And when we have our energy fields in alignment, they're working to support each other instead of kind of pulling away from each other. So it's a difference between an aligned, coherent energy field starting with our physicality moving out and a chaotic field. You know when you're really confused, something's happened that frightens you or you don't know how to deal with it, you know how you feel. You're just, you're not in your body in a way that feels comfortable and you feel empowered. So this is a very simple energy technique that your intention in your mind is to bring my energy field into alignment so it's coherent and everything's working to support everything else. It's a very simple technique. With an in-breath, one hand goes straight up and one hand comes down to the navel. And then with the exhale, you come back to heart center. Second breath, you do the same thing with opposite hand up and down, back to the heart center with the exhale, and then third time. Same thing. So let's just take a moment and as you breathe in, one hand up, one hand down. And as you exhale, bring your hands back to heart center. And then breathing in, opposite hands up and down. Exhaling back to heart center. And one more time, breathing in and out. And now I'm just going to give you <clears throat> some instructions for a guided meditation. The first thing is I'm just going to help you with my words to focus on different parts of your body so that you can actually get into and be present in your physical body. And then I'm going to start in the heart chakra and do some guided work for you 
to help get the heart energy moving. And then we're going to move down to the solar chakra, do some work there, and then down into the sacral chakra, do some work there, and then down into the root chakra and do some work there. And then I'll just do a little bit of teaching or sharing some information and we'll open it up so that everybody can share, can ask questions, can um, basically add their voice if they feel <clears throat> inspired to do so. So now finding a comfortable place for your body, sitting or lying down, whichever your body needs right now, but a nice straight spine. And as you do this, allow yourself to let your eyelids get heavy and drop closed if that's comfortable for you or just looking down at the floor in front of your feet if that's what serves you best tonight. And as we do this, we begin to turn our, our attention inward. Not so much energy reaching out with our senses, but using our body to go inward. And the breath is a beautiful vehicle to help us do that. Feeling the breath come into your body. And back out again. And perhaps allow yourself to draw energy with the in-breath into the body. And with the out-breath, releasing any tension, tightness, contracted thoughts or feelings or emotions that might be ready to just simply flow out in the out-breath. And as we go from part to part to the body to just awaken our awareness to the fullness of these wonderful bodies. If there's tightness, tension, discomfort there, focus the breath right to those points. And then with the exhale, your intention is to just release anything that's not serving you and to let the breath carry it out of the body. So feeling your feet, the soles of your feet, and if you're sitting with your feet on the ground, pay attention. How does it feel to have your feet supported beneath you? And then moving your awareness, attention, up to the tops of your feet, your toes. And then moving up to the ankles, the lower legs, the shins and calves. 
the knees as you're aware of the breath in and out. Perhaps focusing the breath to the part of the body that you're aware of, releasing any tension there into the out breath, the tops of your legs, your thighs, And now what about your pelvic bowl? Can you feel the support of your chair on the tops of your legs, the bottom of the upper leg, supporting your buttocks and your spine, giving it a resting place, a grounded place at the base of the spine? the root chakra and then breathing into the lower belly perhaps this breath can just let this lower belly soften and fill with the breath releasing any tension or discomfort that might be held in this part of your body. And moving up now to the belly, the middle back, breathing into it. A couple of breaths. And just with the out breath, if there's any tightness or discomfort there, letting it flow out the chest, the mid-back, feeling the rib cage expand and lift with this beautiful in-breath and exhaling out, feeling the rib cage contract, expansion and release the arms, the hands, paying a bit of attention. What is there? How do they feel? Breathing into them, giving them permission to release anything that needs to go in an out breath. The shoulders, the neck, your face. Try a little smile and see if that releases some of the tightness in the jaw around your eyes. Let your eyes soften. Your forehead and the top of your head. Breathing in now to the whole body, letting it fill with the life force, and then releasing any tension with the out breath. And right now, I'd like you to 
notice whether you're muted or not because there's some feedback. So if everybody could check and put themselves on mute. And I'd like us all now to concentrate on our heart center. And imagine, use this wonderful mental quality of imagination that's so important in change, in creation and transformation, envisioning things that are new to us so that we can gain mastery and in our creations of our own lives. So imagine yourself inhaling into your heart center and exhaling from your heart center. Feel yourself breathing into the heart center and releasing the breath from the heart center allowing us to sharpen our awareness of the heart's energies. And we know that there is a chamber within our heart that for centuries has been identified as the space of the divine heart or the divine love that's separated from the human heart and human love chamber by a membrane. And our human love comes from this chamber or place where there's a belief system that we are separate separate from each other, separate from the world. And we view out of our separate selves into the world around us. And this belief of separateness limits us. Because what's been called divine love, universal love, selfless love or unconditional love is the absolute essence of who we are. It's the way we know ourselves and the world when we're in an awareness of safety, of acceptance, of being loved and cherished. This is how we respond because this energy is the formless field of energy from which all form is drawn. And it's the energy field that takes the energy back when a form dissolves and returns to essence. So at our core, at our most elemental, we are this divine love. That's where we came from 
and that's where we return from this lifetime. So once we acknowledge and know our true essence is love, we begin to bring reverence and devotion into our lives. And as you refocus on breathing in and out of your heart, you can listen to these words and be inspired that when we access the source of our life force energy itself, we begin experiencing the light within us, the light that we truly are. And it's in that knowing that we begin to spread joy. Every time we experience loving simply for the sake of loving, not for any return or any cause and effect transaction, but simply for the pure joy of loving. Perhaps it's seeing a loved one after a long separation. You know that expansion, that happiness, that joy. You don't have to look for it, it's there. You come home to the sweet little puppy that you've adopted and they're so happy to see you and your heart just opens up to this natural energy that is our very essence, the divine love. And the more we experience and recognize it for what it is, the divine love, the thinner the membrane between the human heart and the divine heart becomes. And as this happens over and over again, the membrane dissolves at all. There is no more membrane. And so that higher energy of love becomes what happens in our heart center, our heart chakra. The source of all creation, the ebb and flow of energy of the unfolding universe is the exact same energy that dwells within our own sacred heart. And now from this heart center, imagine again, using your imagination, see the energy of this divine intelligence, this unconditional love of creation itself, pouring down into the solar plexus chakra, bringing the wisdom of this great intelligence down to the seat of the will, our solar plexus chakra. And here we can tap into a deep knowingness and courage. And we can begin to move from the individual 
ego will of I, me, mine into the divine will which allows us to find purpose and meaning in something far greater than we've ever imagined in our smaller human brain. We can let go of the false beliefs of separateness that have been accumulating in our minds since we were born. And we begin to feel in this energy center a radiant light like the sun, which fuels courage and wisdom to live our own individual true path. And as we bring this brilliant light, the light of the sun within us, the solar plexus chakra light, down into the second chakra, the sacral chakra, we can experience our community in a way we could never experience it before we did this work before we embarked on this journey of knowledge of the self. In this community, through work in this chakra, we can experience ourselves through the eyes of the others in our community because all facets of us are reflected back to us in the others that we encounter. Everyone is a mirror. And we can shift from, in this experience, we can shift from an experience of duality, I versus you, into unity consciousness. And we begin to see clearly because we're no longer focusing on separation and being angry and blaming others. We experience taking ownership of our own divine nature. And now bring the energy from your sacral chakra, bring all of that heightened awareness the potential, the caring, and draw down into the base or root chakra. And with this wisdom that's poured down through the chakras all the way from our sacred heart, we can feel the earth welcome us. When we arrived on earth at birth, the earth began nourishing us, supporting our life force in our bodies. So many times in our lives, we've encountered a fight, a struggle, an effort that made it feel like life was simply a series of struggles. And oftentimes it could feel so hard. Perhaps even times it felt too hard. This is where 
we fight our own selves because of doubt and mistrust in the rightness of our being here, in being welcomed by the planet and supported by the planet, in our journey to growth, to expansion, to the enlightenment of our purpose on earth and the powers, the untapped potential that we carry within us. When we know that we are accepted and loved, that we are welcome, and we can ground ourselves in the present moment, in our bodies, like a mighty tree with deep roots, we become unshakable and unstoppable. And see if you can firmly feel those roots emanating from your root chakra down your legs, the energy, these energetic roots growing out of the bottoms of your feet, anchoring you into the energy of Mother Earth, who has welcomed you and loves you and supports you and me in taking each step as an awake and aware being who's meant to be here and is fulfilling their purpose. And take another few breaths to just absorb all of this information, to feel love and gratitude for your precious body, this vehicle that allows us to move through our life, knowing that the potential for its perfection lies within us. And that yearning, that knowledge to know who am I really is what brings us here together to expand our experience of knowing ourselves as spirit, as soul, in a human body, having a human experience pointing to how we become the divine human that we came here to be. And breathing into the possibility of all of that happening for you, in you, with you, and how much you can give the world, making it a better place for all life. And taking a few more deep breaths, allow yourself now to move back into the senses 
in an outward directed way, becoming aware of the room around you. When you're ready, gently lifting your eyelids and looking out at the beautiful space around you, the fading light coming through the windows and the computer screen in front of you, looking at whatever faces are available, the beautiful smiles that are there, the energy of reaching out to expand knowledge and awareness in this community, online, this virtual community. So, I'm just going to speak very briefly because we're just on a, a, a series of weeks exploring the energy fields that we call chakras. And it's a lot to take in if it's fairly new to you. So we're going over it and over it in different ways to help you find a way in, to let you explore what does this mean in my own body this this awareness that's growing now that there's something here that perhaps i was never aware of and can i become more and more aware of it as i receive more and more information about this energy field because it's invisible for most people some people actually do see these subtle energies but most people don't so we have to use our imagination and we have to get very still about looking for these energies in our own bodies. And I'm just going to go through quickly the different chakras again to tell you a little bit more of information. And each week, hopefully, you gain one or two or three things that make sense to you and you explore it and you maybe practice or play with it. And slowly but surely, you become acquainted with the, these energy fields in your body. So in the root or the base chakra, to keep this healthy, things, exercises like dancing and jogging and jumping are very beneficial. These are pretty easy things. You know, you're in the kitchen, you're cooking, you can do some dance moves with your feet. You can go all out and dance and do focus on nothing but dance. But this movement with the feet moving and feeling that support of the earth beneath your feet energizes and um, is beautiful energy to feel the feed the root, root chakra. Also, look at if your security needs are being met. This is a really big thing here right now with the pandemic, to make sure that your own security needs are being met so that your world is as safe and as enjoyable as it can be during a pandemic. And just think about what am I afraid of and think about, well, what power do I have to address that fear? And that will help to feed the movement in your root chakra. Because 
on a very basic level to allow ourselves to trust that the world is a safe and enjoyable place for us to be. This is where we are. And how can we find ways to support ourselves in moving into this sense of safety, in moving into a place where I feel safe and free enough to begin to actually enjoy the life I'm feeling, I'm experiencing. Live your life proudly. Be proud of who you are. Acknowledge the gifts, the traits, the qualities that you have that make your life and other people's lives a better place. In the sacral chakra, moving up now in the sacrum, belly dancing, being active in loving partnerships, and yoga can enhance the energy flow in this chakra. This is a chakra of desire, so live your passions, whatever they may be. What are your dreams? How do you desire to live? Set out to claim your dreams, to go out and make them a reality. Give birth to your dreams on this physical plane. And perhaps you start small and then it grows from there. Moving up now to the solar plexus. If you have an overbearing solar plexus chakra, one that is not in balance with the others, other chakras in your system, uh, because there's just too much energy in this chakra as opposed to the others, um, it can result in an, in an attempt to be obsessively, compulsively always in control. And we can go in and out of that at times in our lives. When we're threatened, when we're upset, when we don't know what to do, we tend to just want to lock down some control to make ourselves feel safe. So one thing you can do is to breathe in, when you're feeling that, breathe into the solar plexus. You know, you can put your hands on that area of your body and just feel the breath going in and coming out. And perhaps Im imagine, imagine the breath going in, maybe make it a color, a beautiful green color perhaps. Breathing in and then expanding as you exhale, see that energy. Maybe it's white energy, maybe it's yellow any color that makes sense to you at any moment that you decide to breathe into any one of these chakras. Just with love, bringing the breath in, seeing it in your mind's eyes, spread out in that area of your body in this moving energy field. Because when you have a healthy flow of energy, in your solar plexus and the energy is moving up and down all of these chakras. 
You feel like you have more control over your destiny and you can access your power to accomplish your dreams. The message of this chakra is I control going forth and controlling your own destiny, creating your own happiness. Because this is what we came here to do, to live joyfully. I have a little sign that, that says, it, um, Thich Nhat Hanh said, the purpose of life is to be happy. <laughs> and as deceptive deceptively simple as that sounds, it's not an easy goal to achieve and maintain. So moving up now into the heart chakra, healthy relationship, pets, families, members, even just the appreciation of beauty and nature enhance the energy in your heart chakra. Your heart chakra has the message of I love. And so you let your heart energy flow freely in and out. We started the meditation tonight with breathing into the heart and exhaling from the heart. And doing this actually allows us to become more receptive to the love that's available to us right now in this moment that the free-flowing love that is our birthright is there within each and every breath. With the earth supporting us from below, with the energy of creation all around us, and drawing in the life force energy with each and every breath, we can begin to shine the love that we are. And now with the throat chakra, singing, chanting, and breathing exercises can help enhance and free up the flow of energy in the throat chakra. And you know the message is, I speak or I express. It will help us to not suppress our own beautiful voice whether we're singing, chanting, humming, speak our truth, sing your joy, emanate your love through the vibration that all of your words carry. And then moving up into the brow or third eye chakra, Meditation and visualization exercise can enhance a healthy flow in the Ajna Chakra. And the most important thing I can offer to you around this chakra is to be open to your own inner guidance. Find times of silence where you can hear the small voice of the soul. The soul's voice is not small, but we're unused to hearing it amid the chatter and clatter of the world around us and our own inner critic. So allow yourself to find guidance in your thoughts, in your feelings, in your emotions. 
because they can assist you on the right path. And then moving up to the crown. This relationship, this energy represents union, the oneness that is generated from our divine heart, our sacred heart. Unconditional love. And that brings an understanding that knowledge of being at one with all is really a very blissful state. It's the onset of cosmic consciousness and peace. And you can then say, I am that I am. Because you've begun to be on the journey long enough to know that the I am that I am dwells within us in this powerful potential of moving from where we are to an expanded state of awareness of ourselves, of all life and our connections. So that's it in terms of what I have to say for tonight, but I would really appreciate if people would unmute and share. All right, <laughs> who's first? Who's going to prime the pump? Cheryl. <laughs> yes. Well, I just feel happy and enlightened oh. that we are able to do this. Um, I feel sad that the rest of the world isn't <laughs> sitting with us. You know, I've been a little upset about the news this week. And, you know, as the song goes, let there be peace and let it begin with me. Yeah. So that's what you have to remember. Yeah. And try to shine your light on everybody else. But, um, you know, with this... Tulsa, Oklahoma thing, I've just been so upset. Yeah, it, it, it hurts to see how cruel, how, how destructive humans can become. Yeah. And, and part of what I hear in you, and certainly what's resonant for me, is the gratitude that there's a place to come to to be reminded because we're not being told things that you hear on these angel wing programs. We're not getting that on the news daily. We're not getting it in, we're not getting it in very many places so that we have this community, this place of support to explore, you know, feeling safe enough to explore a different way of looking at the world and therefore a different way of being being able to be in the world. Mm-hmm. 
and we know that we feed off each other's interactions. So if you keep reminding yourself that there is peace within you, can you go to it, even though this is so painful and so sad? I mean, to be sad, to be upset, this is a natural response to what's going on. And so that sadness and that upset is not bad in any way. It's a message to say, we have to stop being this way in the world. And I can only have control over me, so can I use this to inspire me to be more diligent? I, I want to in, say something again that, that I say it because it's something for years and years and years I'm still working with this. It's important to acknowledge all of our emotions, even when we get angry, even when we're frustrated, even when we're judgmental, to acknowledge that that's the experience that we're having at that moment. I'm not the energy of anger, right? But I am aware in this moment of anger flowing through my energy field, my mental, my emotional, my physical. And it's in the accepting of the emotion that lets it move through us instead of getting locked in some part of our own energy field. I've heard that repeatedly through. Yeah. Yeah, and, and for me, it's been one of the hardest practices <laughs> to, uh, um, you know, most of us were conditioned that nice people don't get angry, good girls don't cry or express, boys certainly don't ex cry and express sadness. Well, where do those energies go if we, do, if we don't accept them and let them move through us? They get caught in us. and and. And year after year after year, if we still don't, you know, acknowledge it, then it turns into physical disease in our body. So I just want to validate that your experiences, your feelings, your thoughts, they're natural. And to just not have to identify with them so that now you become an angry person that has to be angry and protect yourself from people who don't think or look like you, right? So to let that frustration, to let that anger, acknowledge it, this is where it is. You know, sometimes it helps to give it a name. Sometimes we're just upset. We don't even know what it is, right? But if you can find it, is it anger? Is it sadness? Is it fear? Sometimes there's an old saying, name it to tame it. Right? right, you said that. <laughs> and sometimes also, <clears throat> even if you don't know where it is, you just know that something's wrong and you're feeling bad. Can you find it any place in your body? You know, the, the, the way, the, the kind of three places to check are throat, the chest area that includes the heart, and then the belly. And usually, if it's an intense emotion, you'll find that one of those places is more contracted or constricted. And then you can just breathe into that part of your body. You know, I, have you, has it become easier for you to, to breathe into your heart since you've been coming to Angel Wing? Yes. 
Probably some, yeah. Yeah. So you have the beginning of that skill set. So if you mm -hmm. find yourself upset about something and then you, you realize, oh, my stomach's knotted, right? You can breathe, you know, you can mentally imagine the breath coming in and going down to that part of t your body that's tight. And then imagine just giving that part of the body permission to let go with the out breath. And it's like any other skill. You have to practice it to get better at it. But, but it's a way to work with. And, and you notice, even though we've been talking about chakras, right, and, the, and this invisible energy field, we keep talking about what to do with the body to get the chakras strong and unknotted, right? moving in a beautiful, free-flowing way. So thank you. You always bring up wonderful things. Thank you so much. <laughs> Who's next? Yeah, I see Sachin. Are you going to ask a question? I have a very tricky question for you. All right. Uh, uh -oh. <laughs> yeah, why? From your perspective, is energy neutral? You know, they say that energy takes different forms. I yep. also say that a lot. But could, could you explain that some more? The sense that energy is neutral in the sense that it, 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 it doesn't, it's not good or bad, it's just yep. raw. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to make a stab at this because this is a big question, right? So, one more hour for this one. <laughs> <laughs> Sachin comes back to this uh, on Mondays we get together, most Mondays, and he probes my brain. <laughs> and this is one of his favorite places to do some digging with me. <laughs> so for me, I, I just understand with my human mind, I can't really get a grasp on infinite. I don't know what infinity is. It's just, it's a word, right? I can kind of get my planet. I can kind of get our solar system. I can kind of get maybe more solar systems, but what about everything else, right? I, I just, I can only go so far with kind of getting it. And then I just collapse. And so for me, this undifferentiated, invisible, intangible, I'm just going to call it a field, is energy, right? It, it's, it's the stuff that all creation you, is made of, right? When a leaf falls off a tree and gets brown and dissolves, the energy of the life of that leaf is released back into this field of energy. And some people call that field God. Some people call it creation. Some people call it uh, well, never mind. There are many, there are many ways. But so that's, that's it. So before it takes form, right? What was there before there was any form, right? We have all these creation stories from all these different traditions, but there was 
something that wasn't even something because there was nothing else. So it was totally undifferentiated. And that's the energy that fills everything. So that energy, that, that, that's the building block of everything. So it's neutral. So just like anger, right? Anger can feel contracted and dangerous and all these other things. But anger is simply an energy. And no harm comes from anger unless we do something with it that causes harm, right? So when I was saying one of my hardest challenges in my life is to accept the negative energies that, that flow through me because I was socialized to not have them. So when they showed up, because they show up in all human beings, it's a part of human nature to have energy, you know, to have emotions. These energies showed up. I just jammed them down and pretended they weren't there. So now I've got a lot of excavating to do to get that stuff out of my unconscious and to deal with it in a way that in the beginning was scary to me because it was like, oh, anger's bad. So, so that thing of neutral, energy is neutral. It's what we do with it that has dangerous or po negative or positive outcomes. So that's kind of a, a short answer, Sachin, but is that along the lines of... No, you know, it, it's definitely a very well explained... Uh, you, I think you explained it definitely very well. And, you know, it's the whole notion of what we do with any energy, any kind, like, like you talked about anger, we may experience the emotion, but if we perhaps don't act upon it but observe it, then there's insight about the energy within that particular experience of anger. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. That that learning to sit with my anger, to observe it, not to push it away or say it's bad or I'm bad for experiencing it. There's a wealth of information within the experience of the anger. Yeah, our emotions yes. show up because we need to pay attention to something. And we're not and 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 emotions can be strong enough to say, wake up. This is whatever, right? This is dangerous. Stop walking along, you know, the highway at night in a black outfit. <laughs> Does that make sense? It does. It, 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 I mean, others can certainly please chime in in this, but it's, it seems to me that what you're saying is that when an emotion pops up, some memory pops up, thought pops up, whatever, <clears throat> if we can just see the energy within it, yeah, then then that observation of the energy within that within that wave of emotion observation brings about insight. So that insight is that wisdom about something about ourselves, something about reality. And this is that's what it yeah. Like. It's it it occurs to me that emotions arise because strong thoughts and emotions tend to come together. 
So they arise, so they arise. because there's an, we are interfacing with the rest of the world or some aspect of the world in a way that we need to be paying closer attention to because energy moves and there's a, a directional component to it. And if I keep ignoring this energy that shows up, it's going to come to its inevitable conclusion, which may in fact be not so great for me. Exactly. That's a great way of putting it, that, that if, if energy is not paid attention to, or the emotion that is within is not paid attention to, it will come to its inevitable conclusion. Yes. That's a very, I've never heard that before put that way before. See, that, as I was telling you all, listen to what she's saying, she's very interesting, to her, her, her uh, phrases, you know, these are very, very powerful. That it, it, and that, it, so that's, I mean, I've never heard that before, put that by anybody before. So that's very, very, that strikes me a lot. Thank you for sharing that uh, or saying that. Please. Well, you're welcome. Thank you for probing my brain <laughs> to get me to <laughs> think enough to say it. <laughs> so anybody else before we um, think about bringing this evening to a close, is there anybody else who would like to share something? I'm quite willing to stay on longer. Hi, Dr. Berman. Hey! <laughs> I just wanted to thank you for what you mentioned about the energy and how, you know, the emotions when it comes to us, anything, you know, how to kind of acknowledge it and not shut it off makes so much sense. And thank you for that because sometimes, um, you know, my tendency is to, oh my gosh, I'm thinking this is not good, you know think about that instead of doing that just acknowledge it and then you know maybe think of good things yeah because my experience is over time when i acknowledge an energy that's scary to me because anger you know whatever because of my history and conditioning there's certain energies that i don't want to be associated with but when I accept, hey, this is my emotion, it's right here, and I can accept the emotion, it, either it changes or I begin to have a deeper understanding of the message that the emotion is bringing. And I'm not sure which is going on, maybe both are going on, I don't know. If, if everything's in oneness, they're all going on at the same time. No, but it makes perfect sense and that kind of you know brings to life that it's so important to acknowledge it yeah your emotions and not to like kind of shove it because then it get, what happens is it stores 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 and it could blow up somewhere yes yes that's one thing in 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 terms of what's going on in our energy field and ultimately our body because our physical body is part of our energy field it's the most dense but also if the same message keeps coming and I keep ignoring it or pushing it away, then something in the external world is going to happen, right? Because there's, a, there's something there that needs to be acknowledged. And as Sachin put it so lovely, there's information within the experience of the energy, right? And, and energy is going to go where it's going to go ultimately. And 
if I don't pay attention to it early enough, perhaps, you know, just this weekend, our neighbor's car got run into twice by two different people. <laughs> yeah. And, and um, it was, inter nobody was hurt. And, and one of them was a hit and run driver, right? Late at night, whatever, when the car was parked. But it's, it's like, you know, this energy of this car is coming, right? And, and if the driver or the person that it's heading towards doesn't pay attention to that energy, acknowledge it for the information it's bringing, there's this wild car coming down the road, then the inevitable conclusion is the two cars collide, right? The one slams into the parked car. It's not that concrete when it's emotional energy for us, but it's the same kind of thing. Exactly. Yeah, and, and it's, it's much more um, rapid on the emotional. Level. Oh, yeah. The physical world, there's still some time factor in that because of the concrete objects outside, or, you know, but in the emotional world, even the emotion can be, cons or thought and emotion sometimes, like in Vedanta, are considered to be uh, also objects of perception. You know, but they're very subtle and fast objects. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The the yeah. If you if you start listening to what your mind is saying, you know, not judging it or getting caught in it, but just listen, thought, 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 thought. It's absolutely shocking how fast our mind is moving. Yes. But very we have the cap the capability to engage in this. In inquiry and perhaps you know the term man is the crown of creation well the way man's behaving these days I don't see much of it being crowning but the, the, the potential to use your own mind as an object of focus to be aware of our own thoughts I don't know that any other life forms on the planet have that capability. And so perhaps that's what makes us the crown of creation, that we have this potential to literally evolve the species and hopefully heal what's going on on the planet. Yes, yes definitely, definitely. It, it definitely is an evolution for sure. Um, there's so much to be said. We are, we are at 8.07. Okay. All right. We have other schedules and all that. So I, I think maybe we can wrap it up here uh, for today. And please, we can continue the conversation on, uh, on Sunday in our Sunday evening dialogue. The same topic, if you want. We can just continue about, about what we've been discussing, you know, about the way energy moves, energy is neutral. We talk about energy a lot, but energy is a great mystery. There's so many things to be said about it. Please, all of you do, if you have time, come to the dialogue on Sunday. And we're trying different things, you know, to keep our, keep our um, progression uh, moving dynamically ahead. So it, it is, uh, it is it, it's good to try to attend these dialogues also. So just, just before we leave, let's, let's send our blessing through three alms. Okay, breathing in. We bless 
you can exhale. <laughs> we send our blessings of love and healing energy to the planet and all life on the planet. Breathing in. Oh. Breathing in. Thank you, thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Have a fantastic day, everyone. Thank yes. You. Yes. Good night. Good night. Good night. Good night. It's so lovely to see your smiling faces. <laughs>